Audion ISD is moving in a new way forward, and we want to keep you in the loop. So during each episode of our podcast, we'll bring in new people. People like teachers, students, staff, even district leaders to talk about all the things happening in Audion ISD. Okay, we're back. And like most people, I am suffering from fall allergies, sinus stuff. So I'm just going to apologize straight up front. I may pause and blow my nose. <laughs> I also sound a little nasally, but I'm trying my best to be here and do what's best. And that's record. And let me tell you, I have two special guests here. But before we get to those special guests, let me tell you about my top three. First, we can't be in the middle of November and not celebrate or shout out the things we're thankful for. I know for a lot of people, um, the month of November is about turkey. <laughs> it's about sleeping in. It's about football. But it's absolutely, truly for me, a month of gratitude. So I'm wondering what you guys are thankful for. I'm going to ask my guests. I know I haven't introduced you, but what are you guys thankful for? Um, I'm most thankful for my family. They help keep me um, ahead, help keep me straight in life. I'm most thankful for them. So those the, your family that's listening is probably like, yeah, we do keep you straight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, man. What about you, sir? Thankful for my family and my friends and the people closest to me. Do they know that you're thankful for them? Yes, ma'am. Every day? I try, I try to tell them as, uh, as much as I can. Yeah. You know, for me, I think this year I found that I'm most thankful for my my family. They keep me grounded. Um, they remind me that I didn't wake up like this. Well, I didn't wake up like this today. This is how I was born. Right. And I think sometimes we start second guessing ourselves and our family is really there to keep us grounded. Like you said, to yes, remind ma'am. us that everything you're doing is you're doing it the right way. Um, the listeners, I wonder what you're thankful for. If you haven't paused and really just written down what you're thankful for, take that time and just do it. You know, life is so fragile and so, so complicated that sometimes we miss the moment, but I encourage you to do that. So that's my top one. My top two is, Hold on. Is this thing on? I'm dedicating this to the uh, Aldine ISD seniors. That's class of 2022. Seniors, the FAFSA and the TASFA are open. If you haven't applied for financial aid, aid yet, you should. Not only is it part of your graduation plan, it's a requirement, but we know that it's important to ensure you have the resources you need to go to the school of your choice. So whether you're going or planning to go to a two-year, four-year trade school, military, you haven't yet decided, I encourage you to look into the FAFSA and the TASFA so that you can, one, graduate, and then two, you can make sure that the school that you're choosing to go to has your information on file and they can complete a financial aid package for you because financial aid is part of scholarships, loans, grants, all those things. But if you don't fill it out, they don't even know what you need. So again, class of 22, the FAFSA and the TASFA are open. Make sure you're completing your forms as soon as possible. My last one, top three, is in August, our staff and students started the school year strong and we've officially made it to the final weeks of the fall semester. Whew, it's been a tough one. It's been a road. We went a few days without having any kind of break. It was just... A long haul from October until now. 
I hope you're already enjoying those plates of baked macaroni and cheese. Wait, is macaroni and cheese baked? Eh, Not in my life. Greens, tamales, and cornbread, or whatever your family and friends eat during this holiday season. We, um, in my family, we eat tamales and Shipley's donuts together. It's just a thing. Uh, So anyway, I hope you're sitting back enjoying that. We also watch a lot of TV. So whether it's a movie, I can go back if I start thinking. Dreamgirls came out 2007, Thanksgiving weekend. And several of my friends and family, we went to go see Dreamgirls at an AMC. Um, My guests are looking at me like, first off, in 2007, I was three. That's all right. I'm aging myself. But in 2007, we went to go see Dreamgirls, and we sang throughout the entire movie. And the people behind us said, could you please be quiet? And we sang louder. But anyway, so whether you're watching football, I think basketball may be out by then, or a movie, I hope you're really taking time to enjoy your family and preparing for the final weeks of 2021. Uh, My note here says, bring me a plate, but I'm going to not tell you to bring me a plate. I do not do dessert, and I don't eat baked macaroni, uh, Valania. We eat ham, made specially by my mother with Dr. Pepper. We eat those rolls that come in the, um, they come in the paper uh, boxes. Next, when you go to the grocery store, look during the Christmas time or Thanksgiving time, it's rolls, they're in paper boxes, and you just stick them in the oven. My husband loves yeast rolls. Uh, let me see what else we eat. Honey baked ham, but now we've gotten fancy. Honey baked ham, turkey breast. Try it. I'm going to get paid for that. All right. Enjoy your uh, holiday break. On to what's important. I'm excited to talk to students. You know, I don't always get a chance to get to know students. But let me tell you, I walked in here ready to record. And there are two very uh, dapper gentlemen sitting in front of me. And they are proud of who they are and, you know, showed up. I was late, but they were ready. Joining us this episode are Davis High School seniors, Anderson Branch and Nicholas Prudhomme. Oh, I might know that last name. And Aldine ISD College Access Advisor, Michael Rogers. Currently, I'm sitting with Anderson and Nicholas, their best friends. I, even without reading that, I knew that who are trying to balance it all. They are student-athletes, scholars, and they're trying to balance it all. Let me tell you a little bit about Mr. Branch. Anderson is a senior at Benjamin O. Davis High School. B.O.D. Now listen, they're (laughs) going to be embarrassed. You got to show some pride. Okay, I'll come back. He is a varsity football player and a member of the school's golf team. Anderson balances being a student-athlete while maintaining high grades and a high GPA, He's also an active member of the National Honor Society and the National Technical Honor Society. He hopes to make his parents proud by being a positive, contributing member to society and making a difference in the world and in his community. I'm going to get you on that uh, pride. Davis folks will not be happy. Yes, ma'am. Let's see what Nicholas does. Nicholas is also a senior at Benjamin O. Davis High School. B.O.D. Both of y'all, though. (laughs) Okay. Nicholas <laughs> plays varsity football and basketball. He serves as a class officer and FFA president, and he is a member of the National Honor Society. When he is not working on his academics or engaged in his many extracurricular activities, he's volunteering in his community. 
Nicholas is goal-oriented and a certified, self-proclaimed trendsetter. He thanks his parents for always reminding him that his dreams are limitless and to go after each goal he sets for himself. Let's get into it. So, y'all both go to Benjamin O. Davis. What middle schools did you go to? Uh, I went to a different middle school in a different district. I went to Dean Middle School in Cypher. Dean Middle School. I know exactly where that is. Yes, ma'am. I actually know somebody who taught there. Actually, no, Dean is where my kids would be zoned to. Okay. They're babies, so... What about you? I went to Plummer Middle School. Okay. and bef- So you just joined the Alding family. Yes, in ninth Welcome. grade. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> but you've been in the family for a little while. Yes, Good. ma'am. Tell me what you think about Benjamin O. Davis. What have y'all, y'all been there four years. Some of those years have been tainted by the C word, but yeah. that's all right. Y'all still are smiling and happy. Yes, ma'am. Tell us about it. What about your years? I mean, it's been it's been a good four years. It's gone by really fast. I really haven't had any problems with it. I mean, I love it there. What about you? Uh, it's same as he said. It's been a good four years. I wouldn't like rather want to be at any other school. Like, I know a lot of people there. I got a lot of good friends. Is there? The whole experience has been good. I, I enjoyed my high school experience so far. You know, I I enjoyed my high school experience too. It wasn't if if you thought '07 was a long time ago, I won't even begin to tell you when I graduated from high school. <laughs> I think some of y'all were born that year, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. So I saw on here what you do at high school. What else? I mean, is am I missing something? Um, really, outside of high school, um, I raise animals with FFA. Uh-huh. So right now I have a steer. Um, the last couple of years I had a steer and a pig. Um, other than that, like I help out at my, ch- my church, so I do a lot of events there. But that's about it right now. What about you, Anderson? For me, uh, I don't do... A lot, uh, except for school and school keeps you school busy. And sports and this keep me real busy. And okay, so you talked about sports, varsity football. We're in the middle of the football season. Yes, ma'am. Hopefully, by the time this airs, you'll be in playoffs. Yes, ma'am. I'm hoping. Yeah, we we are too. <laughs> yeah. So tell me, what does that look like in the fall? Like fall of your senior year, all these things happening. You're planning to go to college. And you're playing football. I'm going to start with you, Anderson. I mean, what do your days look like? I mean, it's a pretty busy day. Uh, every day is pretty much the same, except for a few days, like before the game and like the day of. But um, it's this, I'm not going to say it's like hard or stressful or nothing like that because I love playing the game. I love doing what I do. But um, it's, it's what been— What time do you get up in the morning? I, it depends. Uh because I have late arrival some days, but on an early day, I wake up around like 5.30, Ooh. 5.35. 5.35? I'm turning over. What time do you go to bed? Around like 10, 10.30. Yeah. I'm already asleep too. What about you? What time do you wake up? 5.30 every morning. Every morning? Yeah, I had to go feed my steer every morning. Ooh. Yeah. And what time do you go to bed? Depends on if I have homework or not. Uh, I try to get into bed by 10, some nights 11. So I hear y'all say y'all are going to bed by 10, but I don't believe you. Like, there's, like, no TikTok, no Snapchat. I mean, 10, 30, 11 at the latest. I'm not staying up too long. Okay. Okay. Uh, how are you combating senioritis? I mean, I, <laughs> it's real. It, it is real. I, I, I will say that because it's something you be like, I've been doing this for the last four years. Like, I'm tired of doing it. 
I, I just want to relax now, but I realize that it's things I'm working towards, so I just realize I got to keep going. I, I just can't try to push it off now. Yeah, so you're right. It's, I have a... Is there a such thing as, like, work-itis? I have it. <laughs> you just are like, am I really doing this? But, you know, like you said, there's things you have to do now, so there's things so you can do what you want to do later. Speaking of later, I'm going to start with you, Anderson. What, what's next for you? Uh, Hopefully college. Hopefully. No, no, no. We got to speak things as though they are. Yes, ma'am. College so for we're sure. We're going to college. You got some colleges in mind. Yes, ma'am. My top five is probably UT, Texas A&M, uh, UTSA, Prairie View a and I like it. I like it. It's feeling yeah. good to me. I'm a Prairie View grad. Go yes, ahead. Yes, ma'am. And uh, maybe Baylor. Maybe Baylor. I'm a TCU grad, too. I'll let you make it on the Baylor. She's a Baylor grad. He's an A&M grad. Yes, ma'am. You're in good company. All right. What about you? Um, Definitely go to college. If I get the opportunity to play sports in college, play sports. But um, ultimately, want to get a degree in sports business. So I want to do that. Um, like college choices at the top right now is mainly PV. We like it a lot. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> uh, PV, UT, um, like in a couple of schools outside of state, like California or um, somewhere in Florida, like where the coast is at, because I like the beaches. So you're just going to skip over Louisiana, Alabama, yeah. Mississippi. I like I like to go to the—I want to be on the coast, like where, where it's nice outside most of the year. Now, I've been in Texas a while. The beach is not the best down here, so I want to go somewhere <laughs> where it's nice. And your family's okay with you going that far? Not really, but <laughs> but we have families in those areas, so they'll be okay with it. And Anderson, you, you're staying in the state? Um, if there's an opportunity outside of state, I'm not afraid to go and grab it. How would your family feel about you going away? Uh, I feel like they wouldn't like it as much, but... They'll be okay with Oh, they'll be okay. It. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And what's your dream job? Well, sports would be one for me. And then uh, if not sports, then probably industrial engineering right now. Okay. Okay. And um, how are you encouraging your friends? Well, uh, for starters, just helping them apply for colleges and get on track for uh like scholarships and different things that they need to like move on from uh, high school in the next year or so. So when you're asleep and they're like snapping you, is that how you say that? Yes, ma'am. Okay. <laughs> and they're like snapping you at like 1030 and you're like, go to sleep. Do mm -hmm. like they respond to that? I would hope that they do. I mean, I don't know for sure, but. Because <laughs> you're asleep. <laughs> yes, ma'am. And what about you? Like, how are you helping your friends? Um, a way I've been helping my friends, friends actually, is um, we've been having like group FaceTime calls and stuff like that, oh. where we sit on a call and like apply to different scholarships, do applications. Now you know I don't believe you. Is this really happening? Like, I'm, I'm so sad. You guys, my dad, and mom, so sad. Like we did this multiple times already. Okay. Like, we did like three or four times. Like, well, I actually like helped them walk through. Cause, like I seen it, like seen it firsthand with my brothers. Uh -huh. I have two older brothers, so I seen how the applications go. A lot of them, this they're like the older child, or they the only child. Uh -huh. So I had to, I help them out a little bit. My mom helps them out with certain information, helping them fill it out. I so love we've been that. doing that so far. What about your, um, you know, what's happening in the groups and the organizations you're in? Are y'all talking about what's next after May? You know, are y'all having discussions about staying on track and uh, football or basketball or golf? 
you know, following graduation? We we have been talking about it, but right now, like, we're really just taking it one day at a time, taking stuff as it comes, just enjoying the senior moment. Oh, that's you only great. get to be a high school senior one, so we enjoying every day that comes. Like, we, we had homecoming week. Like, most of the seniors, like, I know I did every day. That was probably my first time all high school that I did every day of homecoming spirit week. Like, I just went all out. I was like, it's my last time doing it. Anderson, did you dress up? Because you don't kind of look like you're the dress-up guy. I dressed up a couple days. Like but the not days. every day. Not, not every day. What were the themes? Uh, Monday. Um, Monday was meme slash character day, so you dress up as your favorite character. Did Anderson participate? Not in that one. I didn't think so. <laughs> what was Tuesday? Wacky day? No, Tuesday was twin day. Oh, two, yeah, Tuesday was twin Who day. Who was your twin, Anderson? I didn't have a twin so, day. Okay, look, we're already two days <laughs> in the week. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're two days in the week. We had Wacky Wednesday, so you dress up wacky. Did he do that? I did that he one. He did okay. do that one. Okay. Uh, Thursday was um, throwback, throwback Thursday, so our early 2000s. Early uh, 2000s. Basically, the whole school did that one. That so was, did y'all like, okay, so first off, throwback Thursday, Early 2000s, I was a grown adult. <laughs> okay? So, like, y'all were making fun of us. It wasn't that throwback. But what did y'all wear? Because y'all don't even know what it, you were supposed to be wearing. It was just a whole bunch of big, baggy clothes. Yeah. Like, long. Did people wear baggy stuff in 2000? That's a lot of like, rappers. Like, a lot of the rappers. So like That's what a lot of people mimic their stuff off of. Like, the, how the rappers dress think in about the that. 2000s. Let me see. 2000. Yeah, like Nelly. Mm. Okay, let me be honest. In 2000, I was a senior in college. <laughs> what was I listening to? Well, I'm a Houstonian, so I was listening to, like... Chopping screws. I was listening to <laughs> Zero, Big Mo. <laughs> they weren't really wearing super baggy clothes. Lots of white T-shirts. Yeah, yeah a lot of people had Lots of white and chains. Yeah. Well, actually, 98. But, okay, so y'all participated in that. Yes, ma'am. You did that, too? I mean... I, I gotta find the picture. No, <laughs> Oh, I, I actually have a lot of pictures of it. Of him? Oh, of him? No, I have a lot of pictures of what I wore that day. What about Friday? Friday was Spirit, Spirit Day because that was the day of the game. So everybody wore their Davis colors, had the big moms and everything. So do y'all y'all don't y'all don't wear moms? Y'all wear boutonnieres? Boutonnieres, yes. And so like, did is it a is homecoming a big deal at Davis? It was this. It was this year. Oh. We, we playing a um, high school rival. So that that week it was a lot of just built up excitement for the game. And then once the game day came and we actually won, it went crazy so, in the stadium. So the day. next week was a little tough to settle down. Yeah, <laughs> everybody kind of like, uh, kind of like the hangover of the school right now. <laughs> homecoming hangover. Yeah, that's homecoming a, hangover. That's an interesting phrase. Okay, I mean, you have two microphones in front of you. Do you want to give anybody a shout out? Do you want to thank anyone? I really just want to thank my parents. Yeah, like for putting me opportunity, not allow, not allowing me to give up on anything. They, like, just keep pushing me. I really want to thank them for that. They helped me, they helped build the person I am today, and I'm, I'm really uh, appreciative of that. Yeah, same thing for me, exactly same thing for me. Like, my parents, without them, wouldn't be right where, I'm, where I am right now and uh, doing the things that I'm doing. All right, well, I appreciate the conversation. It's, it's, I'm glad to know this uh, homecoming spirit is alive and well. I'm not too worried about you two. I, I feel like the, the future is bright for you. It's exciting to see, like, two young men excited about their future and really planning for it and helping each other and others along the way. So thank you guys for being here. When this goes, like, public, you got to share it yes, with your friends. Sure. Make sure they're listening. Yes, and I think they'd be excited to hear you. I had a great time learning more about you and how you're preparing for college. I'll introduce Mr. Michael Rogers, who will share with us how he and his his colleagues are helping students like Nicholas and Anderson 
get to post-secondary life. Mike Rogers serves as the College Access Advisor for GW Carver Magnet High School, Hall Success Academy, and Victory Early College High School. Before beginning in this role, he served as a ninth grade counselor at Aldine Knight for 16 and a half years. Clearly, this is what you've been doing a very long time. After earning a Bachelor of Business Administration from Howard Payne and a Master of Arts from Counseling from Prairie View a University, he made the decision to be a higher education advocate for students. He knows the value that education has, has to provide students, specifically students of low economic social status, uh, the, and gives them the opportunity to develop their talents, gain new skills, and move them closer to economic equality. He is excited and honored to work with senior students this year's class of 22 and help them explore post-secondary options that suit their interests and career goals. It Was that you? That's me. So this is what this says on paper, but tell me what you tell people your job is. I get a chance uh, and I have the privilege and the honor to speak into the lives of students, students, individuals who are impressionable, uh, still wondering what it is they want to do in life. And I feel blessed to be able to have that platform to speak into their lives, to help them uh, talk about and think what it is they want to do with their lives, whether that's to go to the military, to a community college, a technical college or university, or just to get a job. But I, that's what I do, and I enjoy doing that. What does that look like on a day-to-day basis? On a day-to-day basis? Um, well, it can look like um, me bringing in college admissions counselors. Okay. It could mean uh, me going to their classroom. Like today, I was in uh, three government classes uh, today uh, helping students with uh, their FAFSA or TASFA uh, applications and, of course, talking to them about college applications. It could look like me um, meeting with them and their parent in my office one-on-one. Uh, it could be me bringing them uh, a student one-on-one or a group of students into my office to help them uh, fill out a college application or just talk about what it is they're planning to do after high school, that sort of thing. So that that sounds really exciting. You know, it, it's my show, so sometimes I go off on these <laughs> tangents. And one of those tangents is, you know, before I even knew what I was interested in, let me start by saying when I was a, in, a little kid, I wanted to be a psychologist, okay? And then over time, I wanted to be a uh, sports agent. And then I wanted to be a sports broadcaster. And now I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> but I will tell you, there was a point in time when I worked for the Princeton Review, the test prep company. Wow. And I was uh, the director of marketing for the Houston area. And it was such an eye-awakening experience because, you know, I, re- I was reflecting back on my own journey to college and I pretty much knew where I wanted to go. I wanted to go to Hampton University in Virginia. I don't know how I got exposed to it. Don't ask because I don't know. Uh, and long story short, I ended up at Prairie View. And the ended up is lowercase with an asterisk by it because I really was privileged to be able to go there. But my father went there and my brother was like, you're following his footsteps, right? <laughs> but um, what I learned is that so many students, we talk about socioeconomic status, but students, period, don't know how to go from high school to college. And, you know, the Princeton Review is a test prep company that sells SAT prep, but they also sell college choice stuff that, you know, they're in that field. And 
I just was so enamored and like I'm blown away by how many resources there are free for people to explore their college, like what's after high school. I also realized that there are like more than 5,000 universities in the country and many people are choosing from the top 20. And when you get in the state of Texas, it's even lower than that. They're choosing, I mean, they, they, when you ask a student where they want to go to school in Texas, most of them are going to name UT A&M. <laughs> and then, you know, then the Sam Houston's come up, the UTSA's come up, the Prairie View's come up, Baylor. You know, there are certain schools that people, you know, tied to, and many of them are tied to, ta-da, athletics. So for, I wonder, in your job, what do you see, you know, our student, where are they aspiring to go? What are they thinking about? Well, like you just mentioned, a few of the top ones. Uh, those are ones that I see on a regular basis or hear students talk about. Uh, UT, A&M, um, I think they know that those schools are pretty renowned, um, especially here in Texas, but even in other states. And so they know that um, they have a, a large network uh, by being a part of those organizations. And, I mean— you have to be uh, a top student. So, mm-hmm. it, of course, it sounds good. Right. Uh, and so, but after you um, begin to do more uh, research, even visit the college, which is a part of research as well, um, visiting the campus and going to the cafeteria. Uh, you know, of course, with COVID, things have kind of slowed down some, but those are the kinds of things that really um, help the students um, learn more of where they want to end up and where they don't want to end up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I learned in that, in that I was there almost two years. You know, what I learned is that a lot of kids want to go to the big school, but they've, but they're going to be a really small fish at that big school. And so many of them go visit the cafeteria, <laughs> one of the 12 that are on the campus. And they say, Oh <laughs> no, no, <laughs> let's yeah. try something else. And then that's when the conversation switched to like your alma mater, uh, Howard Payne or St. Mary's or let me see, Tarlington or, you know, other schools that right. people, uh, Kingsville, where it's like, oh, well, let me explore something different. And how do you help students pick what's best for them? That's a good question. Um, number one, um, of course, I find out what they want to major in or what career interests they, they have. And so, of course, you want to go to a school that has your major. Sure. Okay. Unless you're willing to uh, maybe pick something else. Uh-huh. So uh, determining your major. Uh, and then you want to look at um, maybe where the school is located, you know, because you're from a large city here in the Houston area. Are you comfortable with going to a rural uh, college, you yeah. know, where there's cows and uh, lakes and things like <laughs> in your that? Ba- in your outside your dorm room. Correct. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so, um Things of that nature. Also, um, is it a large campus, a small campus? I mean, does that matter to you? Um, Just these types of things really help the students start to think really and process what it is um, it's going to be like when they're actually on that campus going to class from day to day, uh, visualizing themselves. And as I said, going to visit the campus, talking to students, going to the library, going to the— Wait, people, kids still go to the library? Yeah, no, they can, okay. they can. Uh, <laughs> even now. I mean, yeah, in go college. and visit. Correct. Okay, good. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, and having conversations with people, uh, seeing what it's like, uh, 
they can check to see if they can go visit a college class. Sure. Talk to a professor, visit the financial aid office, just see what it's like and just kind of get a really up-close view, bird's-eye view of what uh, it's going to be like going to that campus. Yeah, so um, I know we were talking about, I've named a lot of four-year colleges, but I also know for some students, the two-year path is the way to go. How do you help them determine two-year, four-year? You know, and and two years, not just Lone Star. There's the blends of the world. There's, you know, uh, Galveston College. There's San Jack. There's other places that people can consider. How do you help them decide which one is best for them? And help them along with their families. Well, actually, just having conversations with them. Sure. Sometimes they'll tell you, I want to start at a community college. Uh-huh. Um, some of them want uh, to continue in the smaller classroom setting. And so uh, a community college, whether it be Lone Star, Blend, San Jacinto, Lee College, um, these types of you know community colleges, um, it will allow them to have another option in terms of um, price sure. as well. That's really important. Yeah. <laughs> really that, that important. That speaks uh, 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 volumes, you know, the price. But also um, the co- the smaller campus, um, you know, maybe they didn't do so well in high school. Oh, I see. And so uh-huh. their grade point average, uh, their academics, you know, is not where it needs to be. And so they know that they can go there and I make them aware it's like you're starting over. Your, your GPA starts over. And so you can still, after uh, finishing up there, you can transfer and go to UT or AM or University of Chicago, wherever it is you want to go. Sure. Of course, you just want to be in communication with that university to make sure you're in alignment with what the classes that you need to take uh, while you're at the community college. So I love this. And I love that the notion, you didn't say this, but, you know, there's a, there's a school for, there's a path for every child, right? Every exactly. student. And um, I have a special fun fact here about you, that you played <laughs> baseball at Howard Payne. And I just happened to have two student athletes who just left the show. They're football players. Well, football, golf, and then one also played, uh, is also in FFA. So tell me about your experience going to Howard Payne and playing baseball. Wow. Um, I, I talk about it when I go into the classroom because it's part of who I am. Uh-huh. Um it um, it allowed me opportunities that I wouldn't ordinarily have had. Sure. Uh, I got an a academic scholarship and an athletic scholarship. Um, but my um, athletic scholarship, well, let me take that back. Playing baseball was a key um, part of my life. Mr. Rogers, are you from here? I am. I You're went from- to South Houston High School okay. in the Pasadena School District. Uh-huh. And so I had aspirations of making it to the pros. And so I changed my eating habits, what I ate. Oh. Um, I stopped drinking sodas, those kinds of things to really give myself um, as much opportunity as possible. You were serious about it. You have to be. I mean, <laughs> I mean, not everybody has that opportunity to make it. So I want to do everything I could. And so playing at Howard Payne, um, I was able to meet great people there. My coach exposed me to um, an organization uh, an athletic ministry where I was able to go to Europe oh. and spend two weeks in Spain, two weeks in France, two weeks in Germany. Uh, that was neat to see the original Mona Lisa, just spend time with um, host families in And you home. were just a baseball player. I was just a baseball player. I really love that. Really enjoying that. Yeah. I love that. It opened up a lot of opportunities for me that I wouldn't have ordinarily had. So when you chose Howard Payne, you know, I think about other schools that are great in baseball— you know, how did you, did you, were you, I'm going to use quotations. They can't see them as they're driving, but, <laughs> you know, how did you choose Howard Payne or settle on Howard, Howard Payne? You know? Sure. Um, a key thing to me was being 
able to have playing time. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and uh, location. I had an athletic scholarship to, you know, out-of-state college in Kansas. And when I went to visit, I learned how cold it was going to be. <laughs> you need a coat, a real coat. <laughs> and I'm, I was born in June. Oh. So I like the warmth, okay? And so I said, I don't want to play baseball in the snow. So that X'd that one out. I and have so, no visual of someone playing baseball. Like, it just nothing <laughs> came up when you said that. Did anybody, like, it, nothing came up. I can't imagine anyone playing baseball in the snow. But I... People do it. Yeah. I mean, your hands don't feel good when you don't hit the ball squarely with a bat, aluminum bat. They don't feel good. Oh. So, yeah. So I'm really, uh, <laughs> I went to the a baseball, a football game this year, and Coach Dre is always trying. I have a two-year-old son. Me he, too. He's headed to be uh, Satchel Paige or Bo Jackson. <laughs> you pick. I really like King Griffey Jr., though. Like, okay. I got his name ready already in the Hall of Fame. And uh, he can hit the ball, too. Two-year-old. Right. Grandpa taught him. But um, he's try- he said, no, he's going to play football. And I said, oh, no, no. Baseball and <laughs> swimming. Those are our two sports. Because we're going to college on a scholarship in either one of those. And if not, he can make a lot of money swimming, lifeguarding. He can also, you know, really meet variety of people playing baseball. And like you said, playing time is of importance. His... Uh, Godfather played baseball for Alabama A&M. And he said he chose it so he could get playing time. That was important to him. He didn't want to go to Ole Miss or, I don't know, Jackson State and be sitting on the bench. He wanted to play. So I like that. It's, a, it's, a, it's something that helps people think about as you're choosing right. a university or college, even if you're not a baseball player. Do you want to sit on the bench, right, as a – Theater major. Right. Do you want to sit on the bench as an engineer? You know, you don't get to start taking your classes till you're a junior, mm-hmm. right? You have to think about all those things. Right. This That's was good. This is good. Like, this is right in my, it's in my lane. <laughs> so how do people find you on your campus? How do students, and are there other yous at other campuses? Um, yes, there are other me's at other campuses. <laughs> um, it's a really... A great thing that our campus has invested, our district has invested in um, this sort of uh, personnel. Uh-huh. Um, it's needed, you know. Counselors, um, they, you know, are dealing with transcripts on a regular basis, dealing with emotional issues, and so to have someone like myself uh, there to really focus on college um, and just post-secondary options is really neat. Um, to find me, um, of course, I make myself known to them by going into their classrooms, introducing who I am, uh, letting them know where I'm uh, located, what days I'm on campus, how they can get in touch with me. Um, So I want the students, of course, to know that I'm here to help them. They don't need to fret. We got this. You know, Uh you can do this. Uh, You're not by yourself. There's no dumb questions with me. We can let it all out on the table. So we have students listening. We learned today that some of our students are helping their friends apply. Uh, We learned, I learned that you know, they're doing FaceTime where they're like, this is how you apply. They're doing it all together. But I wonder, you know, if you're a junior, you're a senior, you're you're ending your high school career. What about, what could you be doing as a freshman or a sophomore or a ninth grader or even an eighth grader? What could you be doing to prepare for life after, college, after high school? Well, I would first say 
make sure you're taking care of things you can take care of, oh, like your good. grades. Uh-huh. That's important because your grades are going to allow you or afford you opportunities that ordinarily you wouldn't have. So, um, and, and there's options regardless, but the better you can put yourself uh, the position you can put yourself in, the better or the more options you'll have. That's um, even with scholarships, with uh, selective colleges. Yeah. Because they're selective. You know, they're particular on who they want on their campus. Sure. Being involved in extracurricular activities. So grades are important, but also what are you involved in? What contributions are you making to your school community? Uh, these are the sorts of things that colleges are looking for because they know this type of student will bring that same mentality to their campus. That's right. Also, I, um, I'm going back to my old days. Um, when you're looking at college applications, you just don't want to be like the cookie cutter student. You know, how do you stand out? How do you set yourself apart? You know, everyone's going to make great, great grades if they're applying for these selective schools. So what was you, what did you do different? And the diversity, diversity is just not in how people, the color of their skin, you know, it's about their exposure to life in the world. So you, I like that you told them, you know, what are you doing? How are you, how are you going to add to their, to their student body? We also learned that this year on October 1st, the FAFSA and the TASFA opened, and it's now part of the graduation requirements. Yeah. Can you tell us really what the FAFSA, and I want to make sure I'm saying it right, because there's a meme floating around that people don't <laughs> say it correctly. The FAFSA, F-A-F-S-A, and the TASFA, the T-A-S-F-A. What are those? What do those letters mean? What is that? Okay, um, the FAFSA uh, stands for the Free Application for Federal Student Aid, and the TASFA is the Texas Application uh, for Student Aid. I would say, you know, both of them are um, opportunities to find out how much free money you can get. So that's something you definitely want to do. Tell me what free money is. Free money, of course, money you don't have to pay back. Okay, that's like the part. <laughs> grants. Uh huh scholarships. Uh-huh. You don't pay those back. And so every college is going to want to see what is your FAFSA or your TASFA? What does it look like? What, did you do it? Uh, and, and they wanted, many of them wanted by a certain time. And as a, as a matter of fact, Texas has a deadline. Uh, January 15th is what it was last year to get that in. So the sooner you get it in, the better. Money's on the first come, first serve basis. And everyone can qualify for some type of financial aid, depending on the type will be based on uh, certain circumstances. But it's, of course, and you needed to graduate, but you put yourself in a position to have money available to you. I like it. What should parents know about it? Like, Because we're talking to students, right? We're telling students in, in government class or in English class, you got to fill out your FAFSA for your TASFA. But how do they help communicate the importance to their parents? Because it's their parents' information that is helping the application be completed? That's a good question. Um, money usually speaks pretty loudly to the parent, <laughs> that pocketbook. Yeah. And so some parents that have, you know, gone to college, they're familiar with it, but those that haven't, um, the students can let their parents know that it could mean less money that I might have to get from you, mom, or you, from you, dad. So they're going to ask for your income tax information um, from 2020, of course, for this school year. Um, but it's, um, I'm going to be careful with it, mom. I'm actually going to expose it to anyone. And mom, if you, if you really would like to, Mr. Rogers will meet with you one-on-one. You don't even, you can bring it yourself. 
Um, but also the parents can uh, do that section on their own at home. Sure. So if they need my help, I'm available. Plus, um, there's a FAFSA helpline that is open uh, Central Standard Time, Monday through Friday, until 10 p.m., and then oh. to 4 on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, we have a nephew who um, he went to college this year as a freshman, and uh, he's my husband's brother son right and so my my husband went to college his father did not and so we're trying to explain to them the importance like you have to fill it out and the the money goes fast and it was just a difficult understanding helping them to understand they're not going to penalize you or they're not going to track you down based on the information you put in the in the system no one's gonna you know put it against if you owe on the light bill, you know, no one's going to put it against that. They just need the information so that your son, you know, can get as much as you said, free money as possible. He's not tied down with school loans. Right. And again, like you said, it's all based on your circumstances. Everyone is is not equal. Correct. Yeah, it was it was a little doozy, but we got it done. Fantastic. (laughs) We got it done Good for you. So um, it is. November, we're recording this for November. So this this it is November. And I started off the show by uh giving my top three. And part of my top three was telling me, telling the listeners what I was most thankful for. Um, I'm glad we've gotten to know you a little bit more, but I want to go just a little di- bit deeper. Tell us what you're most thankful for. I have a, a number of things that um I'm thankful for. I try to keep that type of attitude all throughout the year. Uh-huh. It really helps with uh, perspective and just disposition mentally. Um, I'm thankful that I woke up this morning. Me too. I can walk. I don't have COVID. Yeah. Um, I have a job. That too. And a really a, um, a, a job where I feel privileged to be able to um, speak into the lives of young people, impressionable people. Um, I, I like to make them feel that someone believes in them. And um, there's no, as I said, dumb question. So I'm thankful for um, just those things. Of course, um, my family, um, I'm thankful for my wife, uh, my son, our health. Um, I could go on and on. I don't know if you have time, but <laughs> <laughs> I really could because I try to keep that attitude and it makes a huge difference because no one owes me anything. Oh, that's good. You know what, Mr. Rogers, I'm going to amend my list. I'm so thankful that I got to know you today. You know, I, you you walked in here a little nervous, but I feel like I've like a new ray of sunlight has kind of opened up. I want to know so much more. I'm so thankful that you work in Aldine and you're able to support our students. Thanks for sharing your story. Thanks for being there every day. And thanks for, like you said, pouring into the students that we serve. (laughs) 